three, two, one, and we're live. And it's a happy new year from the boys at the East. <laughs> the East Show podcast with your hosts, Ed and Stu. How you doing, Stu? Yeah, good. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Just nailed another intro. Did you have a good one? Yeah, I did, actually. I um, I ended up, uh, had a, had a plan, bought a nice steak, opened a bottle of wine, was getting nice and drunk on my own, watching The Mandalorian. And then I got a text from a mate saying, do you want to go for a walk around the block? He obviously just wanted to get away from his missus and kid, because uh, that walk around the block lasted for about two hours, and we had about half an hour to go. I kept popping back into my flat to grab more beers for myself. He was uh, he wasn't drinking, and um, yeah, and then about half eleven, he takes we takes another mate and ended up in his back garden, freezing her socks off. Um, but it was quite good. Saw the bells with a couple of mates and a couple of mates' parents. Sounds great. And gone. It <clears throat> was, it was on a stinking hangover the next day. I think we were in bed by eleven o'clock um, on New Year's. How was your Christmas? Ah, uh, it was okay. It was fine. Okay. So I had, Santa had good, sort of... good to you? Um, yeah, although next year I said to my mum and my sister, because we have a pretty small family, I just said, next year we're just doing small stuff. We're saving our money because it's just so forced. I think my sister likes to spend a lot on my mum, but like, she, she I, I just think it's pointless. But yeah, yeah, he was good to me. I got... With my sister and brother, we do a thing where we don't buy presents anymore and we donate to charity or food banks or something instead. So. Um, yeah, that's quite quite nice. Um, and you and you can just write that twenty quid off, don't you? Probably yeah. they probably get twenty five quid. Well, it's, it it all works out in the end, and you know, um, less wrapping. I was really trying to cut down on the sort of wrapping paper, like you know, just trying to wrap with anything that we had. I still wrapped a few things with wrapping paper, but I, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of all the sort of wastage. I quite like the idea of the people that cross out the stuff in the cards and use the same card for like 30 years um so yeah the spirit of christmas there um okay so should we get right into it we've not had this section for quite a while oh i must say obviously we're back it's a new year um we had to give the people what they wanted people are wondering you know why haven't you bothered in a couple of weeks and, and we're back you know the country is in crisis and really we just had to step up to the plate and um as I say, give the people what they want. So yeah, you have well, said that a couple of times. Welcome back. I just I, I think it's some sort of branding, but I think that's really going to resonate with the with the viewership. Um, so yeah, we've not had this section in quite a while, um, but I, you've got a, a little birdie told me you've got something to to say. So here we go with unhinged. One man's bumbling through the post dating landscape. Oh, yeah. Well, during lockdown, I decided I would um, reinstall the apps. And it was the same. It was the what usual apps are pitch. they? Because I don't know anything about online dating these days. Yes, you do. You probably know more about me. Oh, you, you winked. <laughs> um, I, I installed Hinge and Bumble. Um, and I was chatting to one. Well, basically, so that I, I'm, I, I saw a girl that uh, goes, on, go, goes to my gym. Um, well, a gym that I recently quit. Um, and I thought, I would never normally message somebody who I go to their gym because I'd just be too mortified. Oh, right. It's not actually your local gym. It's the other one. It's the one. Yeah, it's the the fancy pants one. Perfect crime. Yeah. So I I just quit it. 
So I like like a month ago. So I and, I, and the message I sent was quite cleverly crafted because it referred to the fact that I recently quit that gym, thus meaning that I was no longer a danger. Anyway, long story short, um, I'll I'm going to go on some kind of social distance date with this girl on Thursday and see what what happens. Coffee and a walk. Great. Okay. So more of a just want to know a teaser than, than an update, but that's good. Well, it's an update. I mean, it's a date, you know. It's a date. Yeah, it's, it could, could it's go something. up, could go down. We'll, we'll just have to see. Yeah, um, I mean, it can't get any worse than the last six months, which was <laughs> zero, which was nothing, you know. What, you didn't have the apps installed for six months or? Mm, about that, yeah. yeah. I just get sick of it. And there's what's the point. I mean, you can't go to the pub, you can't meet people. And I, like I tried, uh, over. obviously the other day, I tried with you and our special guest, well, former special guest uh, to chat about it but you guys are obsessed with playing uh, Magic the Gathering online. That is true um, Stu was opening up about his dating life and um, we were playing Vintage um, Masters on whatever it's called, Vintage Cube on Magic Online um, They were not interested in my tales Which we pretty much have played solidly for the last two weeks whenever we could Um Burnt through about 400 play points and 20 tickets before I finally won a trophy. Took about a week to do it. Um, but yeah, quite a good laugh. Uh, Agro Control's really good. Um, and finally won the draft with Academy, which was nice. And first pick in Man Revolt over almost everything. Because there's so many good five drops and making five drop on turn two is really, really good. That's our little magic section. Um, but keeping on the gaming theme, let's segue into chess. Stu, you yeah. said you had a few stories about this. You're on chess.com. Well, chess.com. Chess. I watched a couple of vids on the tube. That's YouTube. Um, not on the underground. And um, <laughs> I... Um, some openings. And I was like, oh, I've got that down. And then you just, like, you know, get your... Develop your, mid, your your pieces and then, like, get your rooks into the middle and get your queen out, get your bishops out, do all that, get castle, get your guy safe. And I was like, right, so I, I would do all my games like that. And then we get to the next bit of the game where I have to actually attack. And I'm just terrible. And I was saying before the pod, I find it funny that basically all uh, 80% of my mates are all, like, super keen gamers. Love tactics and strategy and delving really deep into all these things. And, you know, just love games and just love thinking about games and playing games. I'm really shit at games. I like playing them, but I'm god awful at them. You know, God, this is <laughs> this is the admission. I mean, I'm all, I mean, I enjoy playing Magic. I would say I was maybe like a five out of ten in Magic, if that. And that's probably, don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. Pro Tour Steve, Pro, Pro uh, the, the, the last happened. ever PTQ <laughs> in the happened. finals, in the finals. Yeah, but a lot of people have. I mean, you've lost a couple of times, at least a couple now. You lost in that yeah, final, the limited one against Stephen Murray. You lost um, with the Goblin deck. Was yeah. that oh, the two slaughters? Deck. The, the two slaughters, yeah. Oh, okay. in the semis down question. at down at Bogner. for Honolulu. That was. That was it wasn't anyway, as bad as Gary yeah. Campbell choosing to draw when he was playing the Tog deck, but um, okay, good. So yeah, that. But the chess. So I'm I'm thinking of getting a subscription uh, to try and work it out a bit better because it is good fun and chess.com's free and it's just chess like it's super simple so i don't know why you if you like i enjoy playing it so i don't know why you wouldn't just try and get better at it but yeah, yeah. The, the game reviews i find really good and then i i got like the basic subscription like 25 pounds a year just so that i could do unlimited game reviews um but the lessons are good as well the only problem is with chess.com is that it's been crashing for me like 
my time has been running down and I've not like after I've made a move and I haven't been able to stop it, it's been quite a common problem. The other one you can play on is Lie Chess, which is um, free. I don't know if it's as good. It has all the stuff and the forums and stuff. But, I mean, chess.com, the app's good. It's, it's easy to get into. So once they fix that problem, that will probably be all good. Although I think what it actually did was, like, whenever I lose at chess, it's just, like, obviously entirely my fault. It, but it made me, and I don't usually tilt at all playing Magic, but it made me tilt so hard every time I played Magic on um the vintage magic cube um because it was just like yeah yeah and obviously i played poker before as well i'm pretty good about controlling tilt but just getting like you know running one outed by people i was just raging or like constantly mulling into five you know game one game three of the finals and that sort of thing um whereas chess is just like yeah you pretty much it's entirely your own fault if you lose yeah there's no, there's no luck involved at all but then that makes it um, a bit like it was so rewarding when you actually beat someone that's higher ranked than you but at the same time i guess it can be frustrating if you lose to someone lower ranked because really if your ranking's accurate you should yeah you should be winning yeah yeah i've been enjoying it and as, as we've said on the pod before i think queen's gambit has um has a lot to lot to answer for in that respect um on the TV, um, you've been watching a few things. Well, Mandalorian. I don't know. Are we doing? I don't know if I want to go full spoiler. Do we, are we going full spoiler? Um, Have you yeah. seen it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, I've got, I've, I've got two kids, so I've got the Disney, Disney subscription. Yeah, well, I'm probably going to keep the Disney subscription now, just because I realise it's got the Simpsons and all the Marvel stuff, I and mean, then watch six glitches. You know, you won't even notice it. Um, well, I, I won't spoil it for anyone that's not seen it. What I would say is that it was I can I heard the first season was a bit lame, but I got really into it. It's basically like a western, uh, it's and it's western, great yeah. if you like, if you yeah, and it, exactly. And it, and what I love about it is everything's just a wee side quest. If you like RPGs, he just goes on a wee side quest. Yeah, and he's constantly <clears throat> he's constantly tooling up, getting better. Can he get this armor? Can he get this weapon? You know, can he get this information? And it's like an RPG, and every episode is pretty much straight to the point, into the action. The story's pretty interesting. Because it's in a world that you're kind of interested in, that obviously adds to it. And, like, there's just no... Well, there's just no BS. I just thought it was just brilliant. Yeah, that's the worst thing for me. I think we come completely... Well, I think you're also a big Star, Star Wars fan. I'm not a massive Star Wars fan, but, like, I, I get some of the backstory, you know, where they mention the places and that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I much prefer all that stuff. And I think it gets a bit boring when in series one it's just like right get to this place and fight another space monster i mean generally i don't like the western yeah. genre anyway but the thing that i really liked about series two without giving spoilers is that they throw in more of the history like, yeah and that is just amazing when they when they do that um, and it all sort of yeah, together it's... a bit better rather than it just being i mean i like that they've made it a standalone thing as well and i think having the good writers and, and directors makes such a difference um similarly with the, the sort of some of the other more recent films but um yeah it's been great and like they obviously they the amount of detail and budget and everything they've put into it the worlds and everything's pretty amazing i thought it was one thing i thought was really interesting i i think i i've thought this before about star wars and a little bit simply saying about star trek is every time they're on a, another planet it's always really run down like they're always farmers you know they're just like trying to scrabble in the dirt it's like really weird way of looking at it was not the future; it's meant to be the past. But like you know what I mean, like a world where space space travel is possible. So, um, 
you know, but it, yeah, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. And season two was better um, than season one. But I thought season one was good as well. Someone said to me, actually, don't go on the internet. Don't Google anything. Don't spoil anything. Just get through it so you don't ruin the ending of season two. So I won't say it's probably best not to spoil it. But it's absolutely worth trying to go in completely uh, fresh without any knowledge of it at all. It's a great, it was a great show. Which and the other thing is that, a massive spoiler. Anyway, carry on. You you could edit this in time. You won't, I, but you I could edit it. <laughs> Every single person, I guarantee, has already seen it. Um, another thing that I've been watching, someone put me on, no, not put me on to, but someone said that you should watch Seinfeld. So I've been watching Seinfeld. It's pretty good. Yeah. For 20 minute eps. It's better, yeah. it's better than I thought it would be. I hate the bits where he's doing the stand-up, but I like the actual show. Like the, the 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 drama version for a twenty minute thing is fine. Yeah, I mean I've got quite a lot of them still to get through, like BoJack for example. Um, I've still got a couple of episodes of Big Mouth. I, I guess I don't find the time for those ones quite so much anymore. Because usually I like that, like just when I'm, you know, falling asleep, just having a bit of comedy rather than like a long drama that you have to basically pay attention to. But one thing I've really been enjoying recently, and it's something that was sort of on my watch list for a long time, but hadn't got round to, was Handmaiden's Tale. Um, and that's just been really good. Like I sort of knew what it was about before it started, but I thought it'd be not as sort of <clears throat> basically like a sort of future dystopian world. And I love all stuff like that. Like I'm not a massive sci-fi fan, but that sort of subgenre of it I really like. Like Black Mirror is one of my absolute favorite programs, and it's it's obviously based on a book written by uh, Margaret Atwood. But it's it's sort of seeing those parallels between what's happening today and I mean, not, yeah. In, how in, long are the apps? Uh, Fifty-five minutes or so. I'll check it. But it's it's good because it interspersed that sort of future world with um, with the sort of flashbacks of of previously, and you sort of see how societies, in some ways, is unraveling and that sort of thing at, at the time and that sort of thing. So that's quite quite interesting, and it's it's quite good because you hear her thoughts. Uh, and obviously see her acting as well. So in her thoughts, she's, you know, the person she was before, whereas in reality, sort of being the handmaiden, she has to sort of be obedient and, and sort of follow these things. So, yeah. I've, we've I know nothing about it. Okay. Um, I'll check. I mean, the other thing that I just, you saying that, because you're a big fan of Westworld, right? Yeah. Um, and that's just, that's the same sort of idea, like sort of a futuristic world, but... Um, I've still never seen season three of that, so I might try and get that. Oh, yeah. I think there's, yeah, yeah. A, I think there's a season three, isn't there? So I might might try and prioritise that, because I did enjoy season one and two. Yeah, I thought season two... I mean, season one's unbelievable. Season two, I thought, was amazing as well. Like, it's a little bit character-dependent. Um, some of the storylines are amazing, some of them not so good. And the slight problem with series three is its storyline of some of the people that I don't think are quite as good, i.e. Dolores, but it it does change quite a lot. Um, is season two the one where they is, is season two the one where it ends that they got out? Yeah. Oh, you're that maybe that you know I don't know if you have, but that's what you're meant to think. Yeah, Dolores has got out. Yeah, so you see season three. So yeah, season three is some of it or half of it is to do with yeah them sort of what she does when she gets out. So it's a, I guess yeah. it's probably a bit more action sort of sci-fi, but it's you know as, as again I prefer the sort of backstory and, and the sort of layers and that sort of thing, but. But no, it's good. Okay. You want to talk football or FPL? I don't really want to talk FPL because oh. we're right at the point where it's 
everything about, is completely team let's, dependent. Let's talk about strategies. So I've got ten. So basically, I'll tell you that my my I made all my transfers before Man City and Man United got announced as having game weeks next week. So I thought I'll bring in some Spurs players and Arsenal players that look to have good fixtures. And so I now have ten players that I, I don't have a keeper, but I've got ten starters. One of them is Brewster. So I was thinking of just holding for next week and then potentially free hitting the week after to capitalise on the double game week. Yeah, but I quite like my team. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, most um, people did it the other way around, like built towards the double game week and then, um, you know, free hitting in the blank game week. But if, if you're sure, blank game week so blank game week. It's just the fixtures were so bad that I didn't really yeah, want to use the chip. Time. But then bringing in. Arsenal and Spurs plays doesn't really help you. Like their fixtures are okay. Arsenal but... first defenders. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more like they've good fixtures. They still have a double those... game week. Yeah, but they've got a game in each game week, right? Whereas yeah. someone that has a blank and then two games in the next game week, you know, that's arguably better. It it, dep- it depends on the balance of, the, of your squad, but um... and the, the other thing is that yeah, before that we knew that City weren't going to play in that game week so like having City players in your team generally would be better than having Arsenal Spurs game so like after game week 19 your team would be better set up um, yeah going forward my team might not be great but the other thing is I think holding your chips for as long as possible might be advantageous if you know there's so many postponements and call offs it's just something you've got to roll with I remember a few weeks ago I had three Spurs players left to play uh, and I thought I was going to have a really good game week and the game got called off and you're just yeah. sitting thinking Oh, and I think that happens to most people. But I was really frustrated because I brought a Spurs player in to go up to three. I mean, they could still cancel the season at some point, so they, that's the counter argument to just get your chips in and get your points in the bag. Like I'm, because I'm not going to free hit next week, so I'm like worried that certain members are going to end up jumping above me in the league, and then if the league gets postponed or cancelled, and I've still got all my chips still to use, it's going to be like, yeah, not a lot of fun. Well, at least you'll send a good uh, drunken video. Uh, what? Or you talking about See you next Tuesday. Um, okay, um, and then on the football, yeah, I mean, man, you're going to probably go top of the league at least momentarily. Um, it's kind of good for Liverpool. I think that they've got Man U next. Um, last three games Liverpool have played, they it's been the same same thing. It's they they've got they've had openings and they've just not they've had those sort of openings, but they've not converted them into like big chances. Um, and it, it, you know, in the Palace game, you saw they just converted everything and they just blew them away. Whereas these games, they've not quite done it. I, I think the teams have defended well. I don't think they've like, like completely had no ideas about breaking down the teams. I think like the Southampton game, they sh- they should have scored. And I think not going into the penalty specifically, but I think the referee was, um, you know, definitely erring on the side of not giving Liverpool anything. I think he gave three fouls against Liverpool the entire game and booked god knows how many Liverpool players um in the game so so yeah not not one to compare on the ref because obviously it's not not great but they the the performances since the Palace game have been a little bit flat but at the end of the day that's the first game they've lost in you know a long time and they're still currently top of the league so I, I still think it'd be an amazing achievement if they win the league but um looking back specifically to these last sort of three games but um it's still it's still all there If if United were to go on to win the league, would that be because nobody else showed up, or would that be because you're witnessing actually the rise or the re-rise? Yeah, I don't think United? they're very good though. They 
they they create a lot of terrible. They create a lot of uncertainty in attack. You know, their their attackers are unique and they do well on the counter attack. They're a really good counter attacking team. You know, Bruno is a, a great player and they do, you know, have a set piece threat with Maguire. But defensively I don't think they're very sound. And they you can say this is the market champions, but they've been extremely lucky in a lot of their games to pull out a result. Um yeah, late winners. But the, you know, Liverpool had that last season. Some some of it is like you're just grinding down teams, and and the probably the most disappointing thing over these last three games as a Liverpool fan is the fact that they've not kept the sort of foot on the opponent's throat enough. Like they've only played well in like sort of ten fifteen minute patches, and then they've sort of lost their way a bit. And I think some of that is just um, tiredness and the combination of people playing out of position and yeah. not being. Quite you do have a lot of strength and depth either. Like if you're you you do well, have a did. plan B. We did. I mean, we you know bear in mind that. You know, our, our new big signing attacker who was completely bossing it is now um, out as well. But yeah, after Dude, Jota... Who are you talking about? Jota. Jota. Yeah, and then after him, Minamino's a bit lightweight. I don't understand why Oxlade Chamberlain's starting over Curtis Jones, to be honest, because I think he's... He's... Yeah. He'll pop Less up in big it. games and score goals and stuff, but I think Curtis Jones is better at sort of threading threading a needle and that sort of thing and you know Chamberlain's more a, an engine and more energy I think in the in the midfield um, and yeah the games that I've one seen one thing I've liked is watching Robbo Robbo's an absolute beast oh yeah he is although even yesterday he was I think he's tired because quite often he was he was passing it back in sort of good positions and not just sort of going for it I mean he still created absolutely loads but yeah he's been you know arguably our best player this season Well, so, yeah. it should be interesting. We've got a wee bet on the football. We should probably put this in a podcast just it's locked in. Yeah, tenor. Uh, we, we, tenor and Man, for Man United to finish above either uh, Liverpool or Man City. So at the moment, they're looking pretty good for that. And that'll be a sweet tenor. Yeah, I, I, I still can't see it. I, I do worry now it's more likely it's going to be above Liverpool. But, um... oh, if it's above Liverpool, then champions. I just... Yeah. City will start to turn the gears up, though. Yeah, you, you don't think City can play worse than they've played. But the thing is, even the last three series, I've, I've said this the whole time, seasons, <laughs> we've not had three series yet. Um, but we might be um, introducing a, a new a new podcast, more on that to follow. Um, series yeah, two? I feel like they've, it could be, you could basically, you basically choose. Um, so yeah, we can make it series two. You basically choose when you publish it as to what episode number it is and that sort of thing. Do you want it to be series okay. two? Yeah, let's make this series two. Okay, new series year, new two. Series. Um, we'll just find out if it's as good as the first or not. Pro- probably, probably as good if not. I think it'll be better. better. Um, mm. Good to get. Had good feedback on getting the uh, guest guest pod on. Um, last. Yeah, time. maybe tweet us um, at the East show about who you would like to see as a guest next time sounds good or if you're or if you're tweeting just volunteer to be a guest because chances are we've got your phone number <laughs> <laughs> right um little story time from me they're not my audience get me on something that I'll, you know i'm an anecdotalist so yeah good christmas um everyone chipped in and i've got a 
an uni pizza oven on the way, delivered in February apparently. So that should should be good. Um, got a little cardboard cutout of a pizza in lieu of that. So that was a nice little Christmas. I didn't know day. you got that. That's great. That's yeah, what you wanted. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Um, so so yeah, that's all good. But then um, I've got this this keyboard, which as you can see, it's it's on its last legs. The kids play with the um, the rest on the back, yeah. so one of them snapped. So I had to sort of super glue it back, and then it snapped again. Oh, that's super glue, is it? Yeah. yeah. And um, obviously, I've not bought a computer game in sort of ten years, but I've decided I need to have a gaming um, keyboard now. So obviously, asked a few of our mutual friends, right? What what one do I want? Um, even though, as I say, the only game we've played has been Among Us or Counter Strike, um, which was released about ten years ago, and they said, yeah, get a mechanical one. But you might not even like it because um, that's a sort of old sort of style typewritery style. But I've got now got it in my head that not only do we need a gaming um, keyboard, but it has to be a, a mechanical one as well. So I've probably spent about six or seven hours online. How many top tens have you read? <laughs> it's, I've read a few and a few YouTube ones, but then it's just been on Amazon, price comparison, eBay, Hot Hot Deals UK, just looking looking mm. for the bargains. Um, Facebook Marketplace looking for sort of maybe half price ones, second hand ones. Um, you've still got value no on idea. this time. Yeah, I know. Oh, so you've not even exactly you've not this even is, got one yet. No, this is getting into the real psyche. So then finally, I was like, right, hot. If you go to Hot UK Deals, type in mechanical keyboard, it comes up with a few, few things. Um, I'd finally decided on one. I'd looked on eBuyer as well. Found one on there that came, you know, was on the hot deals a couple of weeks ago. Right, I'm going to go for that one. It's the sort of basic Black Widow um, razor, I think it is. It was reduced from what, ninety pounds to sixty pounds in curries, um, or a hundred pounds to seventy pounds, or something like that. Plus an extra five pounds off if you use the FND gaming code. Plus an extra one percent off if I go through the top cashback link. So I'm like, right, okay. 65 quid that's fine i'll go for that so then i go through it all on curries but make sure i've got the top cashback link for that extra sweet extra one percent discount um get to the end type in the code and it doesn't accept the code so i'm just like ah oh. go back check the code keep time no it doesn't accept the code so instead of paying 65 quid um i'd have to pay 70 quid um and uh, having spent you know several hours looking at it, I decided at that point to close all the screens and not look at it again. So I <laughs> I still haven't bought one, um, but I'm on the lookout. Should should I see a bargain? So that's just For a little what? story time. A fiver. So if we pitched in a fiver, would you buy it? Well, I don't know now because the sort of moments passed. It's a, it's a it's a nitro thing. You that's the to, acid test. You yeah, must you, be able to you, understand. You... It's the momentum. No, no, I I recently ordered a bunch of running gear and it arrived, and it's just all like, you know, this is pish. I mean, like it's good, a, but what is it? Because yeah. I'm always like, I need more. I got some of those layers and stuff. I got some base layers. Yeah. A pal put me on some cheap base layers that I bought, but I bought them in far too small a size, so they are. Oh, yeah, you, I mean, never... you can't see them obviously, but they are. You know, you can. Are they? You, well, you, you can they, see everything. Are they the Nike ones? No, they're some Amazon brand. Are they any good? Yeah, they seem fine for putting as a base layer, putting it underneath a running top. And then I also bought some Runderwear, which is a brand of running underwear, which seemed amazing. Yeah, what oh, to stop the were, shave then? Yeah, it was just like running in running in silk. Yeah, and then the last yeah, work? So just good quality. They they were not cheap. They were good quality running uh, underwear. 
And then, but I did also buy a pair of those, you know, the long underwears, that, like the long base layer that goes all the way down to the bottom. I bought a pair of them. Yeah, I wear them when I'm playing football and stuff, just like the for the legs, because it's good because it keeps your muscles a bit warmer, so you're less likely to, you know, yeah, pull a muscle. I've not gone out in them, not got out in them yet, but I will. The the Nike sort of jogging things I have have like another layer in them, and I don't think you're you can like you know they've got the extra layer, so you don't have to wear pants. I'm always worried about sort of you know running along and everyone seeing my ass crack, but. Valid yeah, fear. I've um, it definitely is at the moment. Um, I've I've got a few sets of base layers. I've found the Nike ones the best. I used to you know wear them when we were playing football in the snow and that sort of thing. Um, but found that if you go cheap on them, you, they're, they're they're not very good. So I'd be interested to see. You know, yeah, the quality. I'll of the find out because I would normally them. just get some good Under Armour ones, but it's fifty quid for a base layer. It just seems crazy. Fifty, so like. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to save my money at the moment and be a bit more like, that you know, don't lot. buy stuff unless I actually need it. But then I spend a lot of time each week running, so you think, well, yeah, it's yeah. a good investment. It's a bit like their underwear, like, you know, I quite was, got a pair of underwear as a lot. I was just but... thinking that today when I was um, looking at my shoes, because I bought the sort of Nike vapor flies or something flies. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, but I bought them. They were like under 100 quid, just under 100 quid down from 150. You know, they looked good and they... They had a big base. They they were good for running, but they had no grips. Then I went back into the, like the run for it shop, um, and then got ones properly for trail running. And he basically just sort of looked at them and was trying like, like not to say anything, sort of um, you know too negative about them. But just like yeah, well yeah, I guess they got some good support there and 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 stuff. So it's just that thing about why spend sixty or seventy or eighty quid when you can just spend like a, in the sort of hundred ish region and get something that you. Know, for the amount of time you wear them, yeah, yeah I think good. it's worth it. Because um, okay. you would spend maybe that much on football boots, but anyway, maybe not. I yeah, well, when I was buying the base quid, layers, the Nike ones were only about thirty quid, and sometimes they'd be like a little bit reduced. I mean, this is the sort of Sports Direct days. Um, but then buying the cheapo ones from Sports Direct, like Sondico or whatever, was a complete, complete waste of time. Um, I actually bought some from Premark, and they were they were they were okay. Um, they're more sort of contoured. Um, so, but they were fine. But yeah, the, I've I've found the night ones the best, but the underarm ones probably decent as well. But yeah, it's a lot of money for what is pretty like must cost like nothing to produce. Yeah, and also you, you would never can only ever wear it when you're doing this one thing. So, and in the summer it'll just be useless. But yeah. So speaking of the running, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Uh, well. We've got a marathon coming up in May, which might not go ahead. Not not sure. Uh, it is the rescheduled Edinburgh Marathon from last year that was postponed. But I'm going to try and do that in under four hours. Uh, I'm doing dry January. I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. I'm quite enjoying it. Um, and then I, I'm just the usual, just trying to eat a bit healthier. I'm trying to beat the game by not buying any crap. That's the big thing. Just don't buy it, and then I can't eat it. Yeah. I think my problem is the end of the day, once I finish my dinner, I can just keep eating. So I'm just trying to avoid that by just not having it in the house. Yeah, when I was actually in the zone, the thing was just brushing my teeth, like when the kids brush their teeth after dinner. Um, And then after that being like, right, it's got to be something really worthwhile to like stop me from having to brush my teeth again. But that was partly when I think we were both on the MyFitnessPal. So it, it wasn't just that. It was also that, oh, I've got to now log another 250 
calories yeah. worth of whatever it is. I mean, the MyFitnessPal way of doing it is definitely the best way. It's just, can you be asked to do it? It's, I, I completely agree it's the best way. It's just that I'm actually trying to cook more, like cook some more actual yeah, recipes yeah. rather than just invent <clears> stuff. And I, I yeah, tr- tr- doing it when you're cooking yourself and all that sort of stuff, and especially if you make something like a stew, I mean, who knows what a portion of stew is going to be. So, like, it's it's hard. I think hard. stew is yeah. fine. I think the, the danger of I have is that when you have it with rice and pasta, yeah, and right, I just exactly. going mad on the pasta. And I find, at least I found when I was doing keto, stuff like that, when I eat pasta, I just eat, want to eat more pasta. It, like, makes me hungrier almost. Um, and I think that is just, like, the sugar sugar effect yeah um but with the rice that like we've <laughs> we had a chickpea and pumpkin curry um the kids didn't really like it in fairness so i had a bit of sort of support on that um but it was it was actually pretty nice you know i'm not a big sort of vegetarian fan but you know for the sake of the planet and our own health doing that at least once a week i think is a fair enough compromise but we were trying to sort of eat it as more of a sort of chunky soup than a um, mm. Then sort of have have it with loads of rice. I mean, it's when you've got those sort of root vegetables in it, it's pretty filling anyway. So we were trying to do that. Except Alan makes amazing um, sort of sourdough naan, so we end up having that instead, which isn't much better, but if if at all. Um, so yeah, um, our plan is no takeaways, and yeah, cooking more stuff from scratch, trying to get more vegetables on the plate, and yeah, no boozing. Although I am drinking the brew dog alcohol free stuff which i'll give a quick review of so you get there's actually four now they've got nanny state which was the original one and that if you actually pour it into a can it's like brown and it's a bit bitter it doesn't have much of a taste so that i wouldn't recommend nanny state punk af is just really good and actually the lost lager af i've actually been enjoying quite a lot as well and then i saw they actually had the elvis juice which would be what's elvis juice the grape, the, the grapefruit, know, grapefruit one. sort of ipa um so i'm interested to know what that's like because the, the good thing about the punk af is that they keep all of the sort of hoppy taste in it so it still has a sort of bit of a kick to yeah. it i think the, the main problem with a lot of non-alcoholic beer is that it just tastes very tepid and doesn't taste of anything so you know that's why i actually quite like the brew dog ones and i might find that i as the month progresses i buy a few more of the other you know non-alcoholic beers in tesco or whatever so you just know you're doing no booze because initially you were saying no beer yeah so i'm gonna try no booze because if i've got the those beers as a sort of crux then um yeah i might might be okay I mean, this time last year, I did it. I managed to get through the month. And I went to the pub all the time on my own because I would be, like, so craving a beer. I thought, I'll go to the pub and just order four extortion. You know, order four Heineken Zeros and watch the football yeah. just to feel like you were doing something. But, um, yeah, it was uh, it's pretty hard. But I think this I, th- I think this time will be easier. because I've been drink- was drinking though, isn't it? Because I remember last January, there was just so much. There's, there's, like, there's always someone's got birthdays in January and that sort of thing. So And, like, by the time you get sort of near the end of January, it's like, no, nah, I need to get a little work drinks on the go or a meet up after Christmas or whatever um, but this year yeah double edged sword with the lockdown in that if you can't do it now when the, basically the pubs aren't open then when can you do it but the flip yeah, side of exactly. that is that everyone's so stressed and depressed that it gets to the end of the day and they need a beer like I've had a great day today but that's because I've basically been off off work um, using up some flexi time and managed to sort of sleep for three hours longer than I would have otherwise have done so 
I'm full of beans, but I can imagine like the first difficult day I have, um, you know, where I get in, I'm just like, oh God, just have a beer more beer. for, the, <laughs> more yeah. for the, the sort of experience. But then, you know, I, I had a couple of the sort of alcohol-free ones watching um, Liverpool game uh, last night. So, so yeah, that's been, that's been fine. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cool. And the other thing I'd like to try and do is get better sleep. That's the other thing I'm going to try and do. Go to bed earlier. I'm, I'm going to, because during this lockdown, I'm going to work. I mean, I go to my office quite a lot. I'm not going to do that because it's so dark. I'm going to try and work from home and then during the day go for a run during my working hours and then finish working later. Yeah. And then just go to bed earlier because there's just no reason not to, like, staying up is great, but I think I'd, probably, I'd be interested to see how I feel. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that I know have really sort of changed their, you know, they got really into health and stuff during the last lockdown. And you look, oh, I always look back and ah, I could have done that for the last six months, you know? Yeah. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to try because it looks like it'll keep going for at least another six months to the summer. I'm going to try and at least make the most of what opportunity it presents. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely if you don't have a wife and kids as well and you can sort of dedicate that time. We've got a similar thing at work where we've sort of said to people, just block out time in your calendar at lunchtime and, you know, have that to to go out during the daytime and then just work yeah, around yeah. your hours because it is depressing otherwise if you're stuck at home and it's winter um, but I actually quite like it if you're running just as it's sort of dawning you know and that sort of thing it's, it's actually really nice I mean it's been pretty tough out running in the last week I've, I think I've been out three or so times and thankfully haven't fallen over but I've been very close to falling over a few times those trail running it was a bit like a... getting their money's worth it's a bit like a, a office quote there boring into it just getting up and running in the morning in the dark not for me i like it but it's um yeah every time you do it or do like a hit class i'm always just like oh there's no reason yeah, there's no hate it there's no reason why people can't get up and go for a run like as the first thing they do every day there's just like no like even just like half an hour there's no reason why people can't do that yeah no i agree but they don't and that's the tragedy. I guess the the one reason is that yeah, they're, if they're massively hungover, it's a bit harder. Although I've been struggling, or I've been the, the nights that I've drank loads or ate loads, I've usually actually been okay, and I've actually got up and at some point the next day and gone for a run, and usually been pretty fine. So, and I'm not a big not a big runner, but I've been doing more of the hit classes. So I'm hoping to keep that going. As I've said many times on the pod before, my main issue is the I'm not doing any weights. I'm not doing enough weights. I'm not doing any weights at the moment, and I'm quite jealous of people that can can do that. I don't know what's. I guess the gyms are closed again, have they? Yeah, all gone. Oh. I'm gonna have to try and work something out. But I've got the pull-up bar. You got pull-up bar? Just gotta get some pull-ups yeah, in. I've been doing a few a day. <laughs> so when I walk past it, I I do one basically. Um, but when this lockdown started, I could I could do more than that. So I'm definitely regressing. But yeah, hopefully start to turn it around in January. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, we'll keep everyone updated on on our progress. Two cool. sort of touching forty year old men doesn't sound <laughs> doesn't sound great. Um, two two men um, flirting with being forty. Um, just just trying to turn their life around. Well, I'm not flirting with being forty. <laughs> I'm two years younger than you. Okay, so what? What is that? Thirties. One man 30s. flirting with being forty 
has now needed to form his own podcast because that's what the cool kids are doing in an effort to rekindle his youth. And he's dragged his far more youthful friend along with him for the ride. That should be the tagline. Far more youthful is... is flirting, with four, flirting with 40 would be a good uh, name for a podcast, though. Well, you'll Not be you'll be you'll be flirting with forty year olds soon. Um, the way you're going, um, but we'll find out more about that next week on the Ed and Stu podcast. I've been Ed. Say goodbye, Stu. I've been Stu. It's not the Ed and Stu podcast. <laughs> it's What's the Ed and Stu Shorts show. Yeah, East. <laughs> We've got branding. It's not East. Ed and Stu podcast. No, it's East. The East Pod, the East Pod show. I'm still recording. (laughs) Okay, bye. bye.